Fine, we're on Perches Mishnah Hey. We've been talking about Yachleku a lot in the last couple of Mishnah. It's always um, in the context of Shita Sumchus, who says the moment I'm little bit suffic is Yachleku, and we don't pass in like Sumchus. Uh, in this Mishnah, so we also have a Yachleku, but this Yachleku has nothing to do with Sumchus, and we actually pass in this way. The case that the Mishnah is talking about over here is somebody sells an olive tree for wood, but the olive tree is still attached to the ground, it's still in the ground, so therefore theoretically it could still grow olives. <coughs> if the Balabayas, uh, and the Balabayas still owns the land, he just sold the tree. So if the Balabayas says, I want you to chop it down immediately, so then the Balabayas is being mockbit that... Uh, he doesn't want uh, he doesn't want his karka to be used to nurture any more uh, paris, and if paris grows, then the balabayas is paris. If the balabayas says, "I'm selling it to you for wood, but chop it down whenever you want," then the balabayas is saying that I don't care about the paris, and uh, you can keep the paris. I'm not I'm I'm a vater on it. The question is, if the balabayas said nothing. So, if the amount of paris is minuscule, so Balabayas is mavater. However, if it's a normal amount of paris, a nominal amount of paris, and both of them are saying, listen, uh, the paris are mine. One guy says, well, my, my tree grew the paris, and the other one says, well, it was my land that gave nutrients, so the halacha is yachleku. In a very similar way, let's say that you have uh, a tree, and um, tidal wave comes, uproots the tree along with a clump of dirt and uh, it settles in somebody else's field, right? Um, and then it grows. So basically you have a strange phenomenon over there where it's one guy's tree and another guy's uh, field. And again, everybody's claiming the Paris. So over there, the halacha is that the Paris, we say, yachleku. So that's Mishnah Hey. Somebody who sells his olive tree just for the wood. And they make less than a revius for a saw, a revius of olive oil, uh, for a saw of, uh, of olives, which means that the olives are very, very poor quality and the production is pretty close to nil. So the balazesim, the guy who owns a tree, gets it because... The guy who owns the land was not makpit. Us revius asa, but if it's a revius of olive oil or more for a saw of olives, zeimer zesai gidlu vezeimer artsi gidla. If then they're fighting about who who uh, gets the who gets the olive oil, siyachloiku they split it. Shatav nar zesav. If some if a tidal wave came and uh, took away somebody's olive tree along with the dirt that it's in. Over there, it's also a din of Yachleku. Okay, here we're talking about uh, rentals. Now, the halacha is if somebody makes a, if somebody rents a home or rents a store, stam, without saying, uh, you know, I have to give you 30 days notice. So the halacha is, is that you can't throw the guy out in a way that he's going to end up homeless or he's not going to be able to take care of business properly. That, that was an assumption that, uh, that, that, that was predicated into the deal. So the Mishnah here just gives us the rules. If you're renting, uh, renting out a house, 
So again, uh, th- these things are subject to change. But if you're renting out a house, at least in the terminology of the, min- of the Mishnah, so during the winter you cannot ev- evict the guy. That's from Sukkot to Pesach. You can't evict. You can't evict the guy during the winter. <coughs> or during the summer, you have to give him thirty days notice. If, however, the apartment or, in, or the house is in a krach, is in a walled city, or you know whatever, a significant uh, significant city where it's very hard to find rentals, so then uh, you got to give him twelve months notice. If it's a store, and over here, an additional problem, he has to find another store, um, but he also has to collect his debts. So over there, it doesn't matter where the store is, the store can be on a, for- on a farm, but you have to give him 12 months notice so that he can collect all of his debts from the people over there until he moves his store elsewhere. And Roshim Gamliel adds in that if the guy owns a dyer's, a dyer's shop, or he's a baker, which for some reason um, they would buy on credit or, or they would sell on credit a lot. So it, it would take three years until they get all their debts collected. So you have to give the guy three years notice until, uh, until you chuck him out. So that's Mishnah Vav. Hamaski Bayesachaveroi, somebody who rents out a house to his friend. Again, it's done stam without any uh, stipulations. Pesach. So you can't evict him during the winter months because then it's very hard to find another place. If it's during the summer, he's got to give him 30 days notice. And in the uh, cities, you have to give a guy 12 months notice because it's hard to find the place. If you're in, uh, if you're renting them at a store, it doesn't matter whether you're in a village or whether you're in a krach, you still have to give him 12 months because that's how long it takes him to collect his debt. If it's a baker's shop, or it's a place where they dye leather, they dye fabric, they dye wool, so Shalashanim, you need to give him three years because that's how long it's going to take him until he settles all of his scores and evens out the books. As with Hashem, tomorrow we start with Mishnah Zion. Everybody, have a good night.